money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, I'm Reb? I'm ready. Well, you are really ready this I'm morning. I'm ready, yeah. Yes. Very cool. Well, welcome to the show. This is a show, um, if you are joining us for the first time, it's the show where we talk about the hard issues around money. My name's Dave. Reb. Okay, and uh, we have a very special guest with us this morning, a very special regular guest with us this morning, and Ray Borg from Financial Discipleship Canada. So we're happy to have you again, Ray, and we're pretty excited You're about to be here. this show, right? You, you always say we're excited about the show. I know, but like, this is like... This is one there. Ray has invested an awful a lot, lot of thought time. In. I know. You, if we, you're watching the video, you can see he's got his Bible laid yeah, out there. He's got his book. He's got his notes. Anyway, we'll just let him speak. So let's do some housekeeping. <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah, I, I was just going to say it. Then we'll just sit back. All right. Yeah, and right. Release yeah, Ray yeah, to us. So, so this morning, I do want to say a thank you before we jump right into uh, the great folks at Crosspoint Financial and Brent Vandermeer. Brent's been on the show before and uh, give us investing um, biblical, I would say advice, but not really advice, just teaching us from the investing side what's going on. So thanks again, Brent and the people at Crosspoint for sponsoring today's show. And if you haven't heard any of our shows before, again, and um more than enough.ca chri.ca and not minds.ca which mm-hmm. ray is is your space on the web those three places have the podcast um with the players and of course any of the podcasting platforms whether it's itunes or google and if you are listening on a podcast feel free to rate feel free to comment feel free to reach out to us on more than enough.ca we uh, always love to hear some feedback as well as encourage you that way Reb, you've got a verse. I do. I am thinking, um, you know, the discussion today, because listeners are probably like, okay, what are they going to talk about today? (laughs) And um, I was thinking, you know, Ray is coming, you know, uh, as the Lord wills it for us that you're going to visit with us every month again Mm -hmm. um, this year and uh, once a month. And any of you who love to listen to Ray, you can look forward to that. We're, we're going to try and take a theme for the year with Ray. And that is, um, what did Jesus say about money? Um, how did he interact with money? And just looking at his life and his relationship to it. Now, I'm not sure how that's going to happen, but today we're going to start with a verse. And I didn't go to Matthew 6. I always gravitate to Matthew 6. I chose Luke this time. And I noticed gonna, that, by the way. I know. I did, it in, I did it intentionally. Oh, good. Yeah. Because I have Matthew 6 on my... Yeah, no. I, I'm like, I I mean, I wrote part my book based on Matthew 6. So mm-hmm. um, I wanted to go somewhere different. And interestingly, I was never... I never went there when I was writing my book. I never went to the other passages. Mm, okay. I just, it was real. it's really interesting to me that I didn't do that, but uh, that's another story. So Luke 16, I'm going to read from verse um, 13 
and to 14 and 15. No servant can serve two masters. This is Jesus speaking. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Um, now, the Pharisees who were, who were lovers of money, like that is a key phrase. Now, the Pharisees who were lovers of money, uh, I, I mean, we could just stop there. <laughs> Whew, that one's hitting me today. Also heard all these things and they derided him. So, um, in, uh, in the NIV, it says they were sneering at Jesus. Um, and, he says to them, Jesus says, you are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your hearts. For what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. And then in the NIV, it says, you are the ones who justify yourselves in the eyes of others, but God knows your hearts. What people value highly is detestable in God's sight. Now, there's so much in these three verses. <laughs> I sent them to Ray, and we haven't talked with Ray yet about these verses. So That's I, why we're just going to go, okay, Ray, I, there right, it is. Right. But, I mean, the yes. platter is served. Yes. <laughs> I mean, really, you look at, you know, he, he the writer, Luke, is making a point. Mm. They loved money. And then Jesus goes on to say, so you justify yourselves with people, but... You guys don't get it. It's your heart I'm after. And uh, what is valued by you is actually detestable to God. And But meanwhile, he just talks about them as lovers of money. So is that what Jesus is referring to? I mean, that it seems like it might be. So it's just a really interesting thing. So today, I'm we're going to talk about the two masters a little bit. Why did Jesus, and we... Why did Jesus actually draw our attention to this, that we can't serve two masters? And if you think about it, you know that you can't to, you can't, like you can't, you can't, it's impossible. You, you are either serving one or the other. And it's actually quite logical. You can't do, it's like multitasking. You don't really multitask. You have to do one thing or the other. You're either... They, they call that switching. We learned that somewhere along the way. Right. So How quickly you can you, switch you from can the switch, another, Right. Regardless. But here Jesus says you can't serve two masters. And instead of picking any God idol thing that we could serve, he goes after mammon. So we're going to talk about that a little bit because Ray also wrote a little book. And if you followed us, you know this. And we're going to tell you where to find it after. Um, I actually have my the, the Canadian copy. Ray has the European copy in his hand. So this is really exciting. He's going to tell us a little bit. I like the picture bit. on the European yeah, copy just better. Just a little right? bit different. I know, yeah. it is. Yeah, like the like money is in flames. You're right. Yes. Yes. And this is just... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so it's a really, it's a really special little book. So we're going to actually talk, let's dig into this. Why maybe bad question first off, because we don't maybe know why exactly, but what is the importance of Jesus comparing these two masters, like our God and father who loves us and then mammon? Why not pick, uh, I don't know, self-centeredness or yeah, lots of other gods. I mean, in Jesus' time, there would have mm -hmm. been lots of yeah, other right. gods to choose like from. Aphrodite yeah. or mm -hmm. right. Apollo, Apollo yes. or Zeus. Yeah. yeah. Like, why didn't he pick, like, why mammon? 
do you like do we have an answer for that or is that just well ray's really connected to jesus (laughs) well you know it struck me um as i opened uh, my bible this morning from matthew 6 actually what where this this section from um matthew 24 I mean, Matthew 6, 24, actually follows with Jesus teaching about the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But just prior to that, he's just talking about, you know, um, don't let your left hand and your right hand know. So, that's a place of hiddenness. And then it talks about, you know, the vain repetitions and the self-exaltation being on the public platform, right. comparing the Pharisees. And then he's saying, go in your secret place. Mm-hmm. And in the secret place, this is where you pray. This is where you experience intimacy with my Father through me. And so, suddenly, he's just really, I think, getting at the crux of some of the issues in our own heart is, what are the things, because then he goes on to talk about fasting, talks about laying up treasures in heaven, in the lamp, in the body. What are the things that impede us in our relationship with Jesus? And he introduces the whole notion here of mammon, Mm -hmm. which is more than just money. It's a spiritual influence. And so, that has the potential to come in and take us off course and focus. And, you know, one of the things often um, mammon seeks to represent in our lives is the whole issue of security, identity, Mm -hmm. significance, peace, joy, and love. And all those things were intended to come from the heart of the Father, and we would experience over and over again as we have time of intimacy with it. But I think the other step of it is is the whole sense is that mammon actually represents power. Mm. We know money gives you power. Mm -hmm. And if we look around the globe today, those who are uh, highly... um, wealthy, um, have significant voices and influence. Mm-hmm. And so, th- they begin to trust in self. And so, I think I, f- my heart is, is that Jesus was saying, you know what, if you allow that into your heart, and believe me, it will keep coming at you, mm-hmm. you need to keep that out, mm-hmm. because it'll affect my relationship with you. So much so, either you serve me, or you serve mammon. If you put all your trust, if you put all your eggs in the basket using that old phrase, and that's where you park, then you're going to miss out on the place of intimacy that I desire with you. Like this is, you know, we've been around these verses for years, Mm -hmm. like because of the work we do it more than enough. But it's like, I don't know, just focusing on this this morning and asking that question that this is such a significant obstacle, Mm -hmm. like This is, we can't, we have to take this seriously. We cannot, um, you know, sometimes I, you know, Dave and I talk or we talk to other folks, you know, our heart is, or at least my heart is to connect people with Jesus, Mm -hmm. but connecting them through their financial journey because it's so significant how 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 their understanding of what money is and how how it affects them and in this case because Jesus talked about it so clearly that this is such a draw away from his heart that you just said it either we're serving god or we're serving mammon like like that's a profound like do we do i get that mm-hmm. am i getting that in my life like 
I mean, ah. what's, what's really fascinating about, because I always gravitate towards the Matthew, right? Yes. But in reading the Luke, um, it's, it's, you know, Ray, you mentioned about the power and, you know, Jesus clearly says in, in, in Luke, you know, that if you, uh, um, um, what people value highly is detestable in God's sight. And so when we think about money brings power in the world, mm-hmm. and certainly for the Pharisees, money brought them power in their, the context of their world. And, and then going, and Jesus says, that's detestable in, in, in God's sight. And so you go, oh, wait a minute. Like we spend so much of our time and energy looking at these mega rich, the super rich, seeing what they're doing and, and emulating them in our own lives. And in a way, you know, again, going back to the Luke verse, uh, just in, in, uh, in verse 14, where he says, well, the Pharisees actually in their hearts are sneering at God. I've got this power and you know, God, in a sense, I'm money has given me this and I'm kind of sneering at God. Um, and then he says, uh, you know, God knows your heart. And, and so I, you know, that looking at it from Luke, Luke for me kind of again, put that. So what am I chasing after? Right. And then we go back to Matthew and it says, Hey, there's where are the treasures in heaven? Right. That's just the precursor to what Jesus is saying in Matthew. Where, where are you putting your treasure? Is it in heaven or is it in? the things of this earth and you can't do both right mm-hmm. you can't yeah, so yeah. and so. if you put it in today's context i mean the pharisees and the sadducees were the ones that the people were to esteem mm-hmm. and and jesus just pokes a hole in that and confronts it and if you look at today around the body of christ who do we esteem often mm-hmm. our key leaders but is their heart right before the Lord, even in this whole area of mammon and finances? Mm-hmm. We all have to guard our hearts from the influences of those things. And I've, you know, if you see how that whole thing there about, um, you know, what they really valued, Jesus is saying that's detestable before the Lord. Right. I Like, it's all so serious. Like, this mm-hmm. is... Mm-hmm. I don't, welcome I don't, to I don't, welcome to the morning talk with Dave and Brian, <laughs> Rab, Ed, and Ray. I, I maybe I'm just oh, like wow. I, I think I'm speechless before the Lord about it. Mm. Like I mean, this hits me often in different ways, but this is taking me in a totally different space. The seriousness it is for me, but for our family, but for the body of Christ, because I, you know, I I hear. Okay, Dave's gonna laugh at me because I've started. Um, uh, doing some studies and listening to podcasts again. Like I haven't been doing a lot of that like I used to. So I've, I've got some more, more biblical studies. And one of the people that I love, um, because she's a woman and she's also really excited about, um, the Bible is Beth Moore. And, um, and everyone can have their opinion about her or whatever, but I really appreciate her. And I was just listening to her and she was talking about, the danger of the prosperity gospel, because somehow we, you know, she was talking about in the U S how they associate their, their blessing from God, you know, with the fact that they're Christians and it's become Christian nationalism and all that. But she said that it, we have to be so careful if we don't divert ourselves because, because the teaching of Christ is actually this follow me and die. Mm. 
mm-hmm. follow me and die. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you life abundant. I'm going to give you relationship. You are going to have an adventure that you can't even imagine, but it is not following the way of the world. And has the church, our church, the, our, our body of believers somehow assimilated this belief that if we have money and we have prosperity, we're blessed by God. When in mm-hmm. fact, he says, you're blessed when you die. When you follow me, when you take up your cross, when you go down that road. And it, it, it it's just interesting because I've been listening to her this week and then here having this discussion, I'm like, oh, Jesus, help us. Mm-hmm. Like, God, God, forgive us where we have, where I have let, man, like you say it in your book and it hit me again. Like, like, uh, I was... The, the quote I read was the Robert Morris quote you have. Okay. Did yes. you know that all money has a spirit on it? If either has the spirit of God or the spirit of mammon, money, um, you know, it has one or the other. Money that is submitted to God, God and his purposes has the spirit of God on it. On the other hand, money that is not submitted to God is the spirit of mammon by default. That's why people think money can bring them happiness or fulfillment. Mammon is basically the spirit of the world and that spirit is a liar. That is just a powerful quote from mm-hmm. Robert Morris's mm-hmm. book. But, like, what does that mean? Like, why did you put it in, in here? Well, because I think we don't realize, I think we live in Western world. And having trave- traveled in different nations, um, there's just a whole different grasp of the spiritual world that we, we miss, I think, often in Western society. And scripture talks about that, the angelic realm and the, and, and the warfare that goes on and that kind of stuff. And so I think sometimes we, we were not so conscious of those things that would seek to influence us. Right. And entice us. And so even money, where does it originate from? What is it part of the systems of it? Um, I had this quote that I, I, I saw this morning again, given by God, owned by God, and to be used for the purposes of God. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's so true. I mean, as, as a ministry talked about, is, is money neutral or is it negative? And it was like, well, it's really neutral. But how do we manage it? How, you know, in that scripture that you use from Luke, it talks about unrighteous mammon, the monies of the world. How do we manage those things? But then how do we understand in kingdom perspective mm-hmm. that this money is the Lord's and how am I managing it? So what is the influences of it? Yeah. And have we actually mm-hmm. committed our finances to the Lord as we commit every aspect of our lives? I mean, it reminded me of what Dave often says, if you, in regards to debt, if we live in a debt culture by default, so if we're not intentionally walking the other way to live outside of debt, we -hmm. are just going to default to it. We'll go to the credit line, we'll go to the visa, you know, and, and, and somehow I see this, that comment from you that you always say related to this, but this is a, you know, a very serious one. You go on to write the spirit of mammon is pervasive and subtle. It can be difficult to detect when we're not vigilant. And this spirit tries to persuade us to trust more money more than we trust God. I mean, I, I think I, that's a really key though. I think, yeah. you know, one of the things we're talking about here is, is what has captured your heart and mm. truly like look at yourself. And again, Jesus points this out with the Pharisees and goes like, I know your heart and, and you guys need to be thinking about what is your, you, what are you truly putting your trust in? Are you, are you trusting the Lord 
are you being honest about trusting the Lord or are you being, um, you know, fooling yourself? And I think that the Pharisees are really a great example because they, if anyone, you know, would know, okay, this is what my is going on in my heart. My life is committed to the service of God on the outside. Mm-hmm. And on the inside, there's an exchange that's happened, and Jesus is clearly pointing that out. And I think we can all take the note from that to go, let's look at my heart and and decide, am I truly being honest with myself? Am I, am I trusting my bank account? When I look at my bank account and I see a positive dollar sign, you know, $50,000 in there, I feel good. <laughs> when I see $5 in there, I feel bad, right? Like there's even a, a small indicator of how is our heart responding to that, where when we can be, it doesn't matter. It's just zeros. Is it $5 or is it 50000 It's just Well, zeros. to be totally free and trust God when you, our bank account has a zero balance, to me, like, what, like that's amazing mm-hmm. because we all struggle. Like that's like fear inducing mm-hmm. when you don't have money to pay your hydro bill. And, and that's what's happening out there. And sure. I'm, I feel on one hand, this is a super serious conversation. I feel very cautious at the same time because I don't want any of you listeners to misinterpret what we're saying mm-hmm. that there isn't loads of grace, um. that there isn't loads of I think God wants to raise the awareness of it. It's like boiling all that crappy stuff, if I'm allowed to say that on radio, to the top, (laughs) right? We want to get it. We want to see what actually is it we're dealing with. And then he comes in and and meets us where we are and gently shows us the way through. So if you're listening and you're struggling and you're all of a sudden like, oh man, maybe Mammon's more involved in my life than I like. Maybe maybe I'm just realizing you're getting hit like I am today. Oh man, Mammon is this real real spirit that is influencing me and I'm not even aware. You know, you can take this this show. You can go find his book. We'll give you the coordinates later. Um, and, and just work through this with Jesus because he is the gentle shepherd and he will lead you through. So saying all of that, that's my little caveat. But, um, when we were talking about it, I wrote my own little notes in your book today. Um, <laughs> Mammon feeds our egos. Mammon tells us we can save ourselves through it. We essentially serve ourselves when we serve Mammon. And I was like, whoa which mm-hmm. goes back to you know the garden of eden you know the independence we just want it mammon tells us you said that to me today mm-hmm. mammon tells us we don't need god mm-hmm. could do it on my own yeah. yeah which in a sense is it's satan's lies and it's i think this like, is why jesus says you know in luke it's so detestable to be god because god is good and one of his I'm going to say largest desires, if I can say it like that, is, is that he is intimate and connected with us in the trueness with our hearts, like in, that there's nothing between us and God, right? Like that's his, his desire. And so we go, okay, if there's something in the middle, God's like, I, I don't want anything in the middle, you know? Is my goodness not good enough for mm-hmm. you, right? Is my care not good enough for you? Are, do, do you? And again, this goes back to the Garden of Eden and, and essentially what Satan was saying to Eve is, oh, did God really say it? Does he really care for you? You're going to be wise without God. So go ahead, right? And Moe, that really relates to mammon and money. 
I'm going to have power. I'm going to be the captain of my own soul, right? I'm going to all of those things. So very, you know, there's a competition yeah. here. You're right. Yes, that's right. And I mean, the, I mean, one side is to be driven by money. The other side is the frugality and poverty mentality that can right. be the flip side of it. Right. So it's recognizing there are two sides of the coin. And so the little booklet actually identifies some of those aspects and characteristics of how you might be influenced by more. Yeah, let's, I mean, let's talk about that because as you say, I mean, you, the, the flip side or the, 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 the other extreme is, is that you, you know, you hate money or that, that in the sense of you go, okay, there's, there's all of this kind of negative connotation and God very clearly says, Hey, you use money so that we can, you know, bring souls into eternity. Um, use money so that I, you can accomplish. I mean, we look at the parables and we go, these guys were given some money by their, you know, by the master. And the expectation was invest it, grow it, do business, like make more so that you can bring um, more into the kingdom. Right. So, so what do you think about that though? How do we reconcile that without it capturing our heart? <laughs> Ray shaking his head. Shaking For those that are listening, I, not hopeful, I think we keep short accounts with the Lord and right. just allow the Holy Spirit to say, Holy Spirit, come search my heart. Is there anything in there that doesn't line up with yours? Yeah. And to walk in the fear of the Lord in that aspect. And I would say what's hardest, which is a catch for David and I, we work in it so much that we're not always withdrawing and saying, okay, Lord. I, I can't speak for you. Maybe I, maybe that's just me. You work in it so much. You hear it so much. So you guys have heard this. You can't serve two masters. You're so familiar with it. You're not actually recognizing how it's influencing you either in the poverty mentality yeah, yeah, yeah. or in the, um, I'm actually, I'm actually trusting in my riches to, to be a security for me in this season mm. when things are, you know, you know, troublesome for folks mm -hmm. out there right yes, now. Right now. And really, Jesus, I think, wants to encourage us today to trust him. Mm -hmm. But we yeah. can't, we can't, we can't, sir. I mean, that, that's the story in my book I wrote about where my brothers were each telling me what I had to do on the farm, you know, and I couldn't do what they were both saying. Mm -hmm. It's just impossible. I couldn't. Like, they were telling me two different things. And it's the same here. Jesus tells us one thing, but Mammon tells us another. Mm -hmm. Oh man, we only got like a couple minutes left. We so we have all year to talk about yeah. this. So I'm so excited with yeah, Ray. That's right. With Ray, our dear friend. Ray. So just to, you know, because we're numbers, there'll be 12 <laughs> sessions. There were 12 disciples. <laughs> oh, no. 12, uh, uh, no, it's February already. Oh, all right. That's right. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That. Yes. So, well, interesting conversation. Thank you so much, Ray, for joining us again. We're, we're, we love having you. We love having these conversations. And, and for you as you're listening, I hope that it's, sparks you to dig a little deeper. I hope that it sparks you to, to just simply um, maybe check your own heart to go, where am I putting my trust? Am I putting it in these 80 years that we're on this earth? Or am mm -hmm. I actually thinking yeah. on an eternal level? And I'm sure we're going to have a little discussion on that as we go forward. You know what I think we're going to do next time? I think right here, right now, I'm coming up with it. He has a nice little chart. So if you want to be prepared for March um, we're going to look at what Spirit Mammon says and what God's Word says to us. We're going to look at both. Good. So go to notmine.ca, the credentials. You can actually pick up the book. Uh, and if you get it, then, uh, you know, it's not about the money, as it says, on you know. And so you can do that. And uh, want to give a shout out to the folks at uh, Crosspoint Financial, Ray 
I was just say right, yeah, yeah. No, no, Brent. Brent, Brent yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.